This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Entail. That's E-N-T-A-L-E. Get more from your podcast with Entail. Put faces to voices, read an article, discover the full story. Visit entail.com slash TMS so they know we sent you. Or download from the iOS and Android store today. That's Entail, E-N-T-A-L-E dot com slash TMS or get it on the app stores. Coming up on TMS, it's a crappy meal. Bamf! For your Pringles. A little bit of soft reset. A softened stool reset. Oh, <laughs> two of those in a row. I know, yeah, right next to each other. Oh, well. Fisting my sandwich for sanitary reasons. Good grief, Charlie Schultz. Burgers, boogers, and beyond. Finish the sneak job. Flying shoe, hidden ice. Country bear jamboree fashion show. Gilligan's jungle cruise. Sweat vetting. <laughs> Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Why are you going to the comic book costume party as that awful spider woman? Private joke between your nephew Peter and me, Aunt May. Why are you going? Oh, that to the- didn't work. Okay, hold on. Let me try that again. Sorry, everybody. I don't know what happened. All right, here we go. Try it again. Why oh, are you Lyon. going? Whoops. To- sorry. What? What did you say? No, nothing. Oh, I was okay. just saying. Oh, Miss Lion. <laughs> All right, here we go again. Why are you going to the comic book costume party? Is that awful Spider Woman? Private joke between your nephew Peter and me, Aunt May. Hey, why don't you um go get some Jello? The morning This is the morning stream. Behave yourselves. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's March fifth, twenty twenty. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hello. Hey, I I had totally forgotten that Spider Woman made an appearance. Was it so Firestar dressed as Spider-Woman to go to a, yeah, a comic book costume party? Yes, a comic book costume party in 1981. So, yeah. All right. So in that world, Spider-Woman appears in comic books? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So does Spider-Man and Firestar and Iceman appear in comic books in that universe? Oh, or is I don't it... like this. I don't like where this is going. This I know. Is... It's it's like, that lo- like the scene in Logan where... Uh, where you know you see comic X Men comic books yeah. that are basically like not as much fictitious stories as much as exaggerations of the tales experienced by the, the real X Men in that world. Yeah, I don't. I sometimes don't like that kind of crossover. You know that kind that of. I don't. That I think it was handled so well in that, but it made me think: Is there was there a comic book where um, Storm blasted Toad uh, and said <laughs> that stupid Toad line? You know what happens to a Toad? <laughs> Get struck by lightning, or did, or did the comic book writer say, "No, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something better." Yeah, <laughs> maybe, but I don't know. Like, what, I'm torn on that sort of stuff when they're so self-aware that they, mm-hmm. I don't know if I call it fourth wall breaking, but they just create like a thing within a thing within a thing. I don't know. Sometimes that rubs me wrong or feels cheap. But, but, but the, your description or the one you, your example is fine. It's not a problem. Yeah. But yeah, this the thing Logan, I think it was fine. And yeah, I mean, uh, J.C. Calhoun says in Marvel Universe there are Marvel comics. Well, yeah, I mean, the the comic characters uh, used to bump into Stanley and Jack Kirby and mm-hmm. Steve Ditko. Well, maybe not Steve Ditko because he's kind of reclusive, but sure. they used to bump into him in Manhattan in the comic book pages. Right, they would be in there. They would be like Stephen King in his fifth or his fourth uh, was it fourth maybe fifth book of the uh, Dark Tower series where he he relived his getting hit by a van story oh really and oh interesting put it into the con or put it into the book 
It real oh man, that was controversial stuff because when you're an author and you're writing your book and you decide, hey, what if I put myself in here and I put in a real world event in here? Mm-hmm. I think you're playing with fire a little bit. It's just a dangerous yeah, thing to it's do. It's not like it's not like Hitchcock being a guy walking a poodle behind uh, Jimmy Stewart and Janet Lee. Right, <laughs> right. It's real weird. Yeah. It's real weird. Yeah. But anyway, mm. that that I still to this day I'm not quite over that. It's it was just a strange turn. I still love that. that still my little, favorite that series. Is a but weird. and they called yeah. him Psy King, and he was like. He was like he had this power to like predict everything because the books oh, he had written. Oh no, really? Yeah. So like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, you, you make it, yourself like you've got to be just like a, a little. Oh look, there's Stephen King kind of thing. Yep. In the, in no, the they form. made it like he was like an oracle or something. So when they when when uh, um, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, sat him down, and he was just confused about who these guys were and what they were doing. Eddie and uh, and Roland. And then Roland did some kind of freaking force or uh, Jedi mind trick on him. And then suddenly Stephen King sits up and starts spouting off all this Oracle s- stuff and like predicting oh, things no, and that's, saying, that's, it's weird, so right? There's so much wrong with that. I yeah. know. I don't like it. It's that. What do they call that? It's a wor- there's a word for that when authors put themselves too much in something. Not mm-hmm. not Mary. It's Is it Mary Sue? Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. That's a weird one. Just weird. That is really weird. Yeah, yeah. don't okay. love. I don't love that he did it, but it was still still my favorite series. Despite that, I it still they didn't kill it. It didn't ruin it for me. It just was mm-hmm. weird. Is it a Mary? Is it Mary Sue J.C. Calhoun? I think that's it. Where you just yeah. where you're putting yourself in everything. I don't know. Some people might say Fred is me in the Fred and Can scenario. Uh, so I understand that it can happen. Yeah, right? but that's something different, right? I right. mean, I feel like. Um, that, I feel like a comic strip writer frequently. The guy at Pearls Before Swine does that all the time. I mean, uh, John from uh, from the Garfield comics is probably basically based on the the cartoonist. Yeah, probably. Like uh, another good example would be like um, Charlie Brown is basically Schultz. It's basically Charles Schultz, mm-hmm. right? I mean, his name name is literally Charlie. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. he just didn't call himself. Oh, Charlie! Sh- good grief, Charlie Schultz! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so how are you how are you only eight years old and you're completely bald already charlie schultz so it's like you know people have to tell their perspective so sometimes their perspective is represented in a way that seems like it's maybe based on them and i think that's probably fine it's when you say literally there's a dude in this book named stephen king who got hit by a van and then uh your main character sits down and talks to him and he he's he supposedly he's like the chosen author he's like the the, the town crier of the era to let everyone know about this alternate dimension where no, that's where the, a little that's too much yeah it was weird too yeah. much create a create a character that's vaguely based on you steven yeah yeah that that would be that would pull me right out of the story yeah it's a little weird uh mm-hmm. anyway learn from your lesson and never do that again okay yeah uh hey we're, we got a show to do um real quick I, I don't know what happened to me but uh they put out that living ship update there with the uh the, yeah. the, the no mansky yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, decided to go in there and check that out, and I ended up starting a brand new game. Oh, from um, scratch! Really? From scratch. I like doing that in that game because it's just fun to like. I don't know, get started and see where you're going to land and what's this new mm-hmm. planet. And plus, they keep adding stuff, so the experience is different each time. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm like all back in on that damn thing. It's good. That game's good. It's really mm-hmm. good. Hey, Brian, you need it some ferrite really dust? I got ferrite dust for days. Do you need any? Maybe I'll send you some carbon. Okay, because I, I could use some carbon from some plant uh, life around the planet. Mm-hmm. Also, excuse me, I learned this yesterday. Did you know 
there are like two or three uh, upgrades. You get a, one of the space stations that make it so your scanner, when you scan wildlife, mm-hmm. they'll give you like 500 million credits for doing a single piece of wildlife on a planet. <laughs> really? You can just print money with that thing. Just bzz, bzz, wow. Bzz. And the problem, the only problem with it is, Bo was saying this last night, if you scan an animal, it's like, oh, sweet, immediately 500 grand in your, in your account. Mm-hmm. But then you scan a rock accidentally when you think you're scanning a, the creature behind it. The yeah. rock still only gives you like 500 bucks, like nothing. Okay. So that's right. frustrating because you spend all that time scanning. And then it comes oh, yeah. back. It does take a while, yeah. Yeah. That's anyway, funny. so that's a fun little thing that I've gotten way back into. That I game still gotta, it's just too good. Yeah, and I think I was disappointed. I think the last time I played, I was just disappointed with the PSVR. Um, uh the way it was handled in there, the way it was added. Because mm. uh, I don't like the way you move by planting a dot on the ground and then your dude goes to that dot. But I guess there's no other way because you're not going to sit there and go, I mean, you can do the controller thing in that game. There's an option for that. So you can. There is, and it didn't. There was some issue with that. I think it's that it doesn't, that it reduces the frame rate if you do it that way. Oh, I could see that. There's maybe. some there's some problem with doing using the controller to move. Hmm. Yeah, uh, P- PC PC version I guess doesn't suffer from the 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 frame rate problem, but hmm. like there it seems to be okay. The VR world is decided in games. There's three ways to move. It's mm-hmm. a controller, a mouse, and keyboard. Like normal makes a lot of people sick, so mm-hmm. that's why it's mm-hmm. there, but not the standard way. Some people are fine with it. Other people struggle with it. So the other alternative was. How about instant warp, like you're talking about? Put yeah, a dot on the right. ground. Oh. <laughs> basically missed. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically missed. Um, and then the third option some people are using, what is it? Oh, there's a new way that a lot of these games do it where you you do the you do the warp thing, but you do it with some movement, like you're actually warping. I don't know if you've experienced this or not. Oh, but no, like, if I have. You'll pick a spot somewhere, and then instead yeah. of just appearing there, you will feel yourself go like just oh really yeah. okay and the word oh, the world will kind of like motion blur past you before you get there those seem to be the three standards and and like that new half-life alex game are all those styles those three styles gotcha. oh let's you do all three in those whichever one you yeah. like interesting so nobody has really truly figured out a, a, a fifth or a fourth way to circumvent all of this which would be more like controlling it with your head or I mean, you get this, the treadmill people, you know, they got their weird circular treadmill thing. Sure. The Omni, sure. whatever. But nobody can buy that. That's a dumb thing. No, no that's, have. Yeah, it's out of everybody's reach. And who's got the space for something dumb like that? Yeah. Uh, it feels like it feels like in a real world application, that would be a huge waste of resources. It's like uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nightcrawler teleporting into the kitchen to grab a, a thing of Pringles, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea, though. Yeah. Look, the guy's got to get his Pringles. How are you gonna do That's it? Right. Tell yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta bamp for your Pringles. Is what you gotta do. Anyway, uh, hold on, kitty. All right, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get some Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> you made him very jaunty in your version. Yeah, well, he's very jaunty in my world. Yeah, I like That's it. Anyway, no man's sky. Happy, still happy a threat. <laughs> still a threat. Tell me about. Uh, so we're going to Vegas at the yeah. end of the month. Tell me about this uh, James and Svet wedding thing because this is exciting. We have a James and Svet Svet wedding. A James and Svet wedding, not a James and Sweat wedding. No. <laughs> uh, James and Svet are getting married. That's kind of the whole reason that we scheduled this trip on these dates is because uh, we got invited to their wedding. We said, well, let's you know, let's bookend the wedding, which we thought was going to be a private affair. 
um, with uh, TMS stuff. But now, um, because of the venue that they were able to get, which again is the uh, Desi Arnaz Junior Theater in Boulder City. Mm, <laughs> well, it's the Boulder Theater, but it's owned by Desi Arnaz Junior. So you know, let's call it the Desi Arnaz Theater. Sure. Um, Not to be confused uh, with the kid that w- that was on the show with them, because we figured out that was right. a different dude. We figured out that that really wasn't little like he did not really play little ricky he right. just was the real life little ricky yeah correct um <laughs> please if you see him there please don't go up and say hi little ricky yeah don't do it don't it's just not no. it's not kind it's not right he's gonna do it yeah I think don't zoe do it. brings bacon is gonna do that she's gonna go up and she can get away anyway. with it though because she's like this short sweet little british lady that's true she that's can true. do it yes yeah she'll be fine Anyway, uh, so it's it's you know it's not an official meetup event. It's a thing that's now opened up. There are tickets you can buy to to go to it. Uh, Twenty five bucks uh, to the wedding, and it's not just a wedding, people. This is a this is a performance. It is going to be a stage production that happens to contain a real wedding in it. So is it going to have uh, like so? There's going to be obviously there's music involved, right? There's like, music, but not I don't think performed by them. They've got a band that is. Um, uh, let's see here. The the event is called It's About Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, written and directed by Brian Todd. And it is the very real wedding of uh, Svetlina Stefanova and James Howard Adams. City count, Boulder City Councilman James Howard Adams yeah. amidst a stage production of high drama, low comedy, and petty sabotage. Wow. Sabotage. Wow. I want, hey, can you do me a favor, Brian, in the, in the best yeah. James voice you can muster? Can you imitate what it will sound like when he said you know he agrees to marry her when the words are spoken <laughs> what's it gonna sound oh, like you know well Sven, i i do take you um uh, you know to be my uh, lawful wedded wife and uh uh you know uh to have and to hold and uh <laughs> you guys have for those who don't know james you have no idea you have no idea how good that is like no idea it is so good Oh my gosh! <laughs> like all other, all other, you know, Im- imitations of anybody. Step aside. His James, <laughs> your James impression is so freaking on point. Oh man, that's incredible! All right, anyway. I, told, I told you I did that for them in uh, um, in Vegas when we were there for my birthday with the crazy neighbors. It was the, it was basically we were at dinner before all the craziness went down with the crazy neighbors oh, and yeah. the, you know the sensitivity issues and stuff like that yeah um there's a and blowout. i did that impersonation uh for james and svet uh i can't remember somebody suggested it who was it that was with us tina maybe tina said oh do do you know <laughs> you've got to do the impersonation for svet yeah and she laughed he kind of did a little bit ah, okay <laughs> <laughs> did she wait but she thought it was dead on i'm guessing <laughs> she she laughed I, I think she you know she hears him 24 hours a day. Sure, sure. So sure. she probably can say, okay, yeah, that's that's close, but it's not, yeah. you know. Well, you've got the, I mean, because, you know, no good impression is is just a perfect mimic. It's like the right, right. inflections and the things that remind yeah, you of them. It's got to actually be, right, those things have to be exaggerated a little bit. So. Right. right. That's awesome. Well, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm well pleased that you shared that with us but anyway so how do people get these tickets where do they, where do they go what do they we do? can go the probably easiest thing is to go to either um bad well, hold on, let me pull up the website again badmoonbooking.com mm-hmm. um which goes right to their uh, the the event eventbrite site where you can get tickets or you can go to viva tms which i've updated now 
to include all of the all of the events, everything, maps, all that stuff. Dude, we're uh we're 20 days away from this, man. Yeah, 20 it's not, days. It's not very far. And also, um the this is the nice thing. If you decide, "Hey, I do want to go to that wedding part." Uh mm-hmm. good deal because this year we're not doing tickets of our own, so you're already right. it's not like you're doubling up on tickets. If you decide to go to the exactly. James's Fed thing, it's just the one ticket you got to get. So Exactly. Everything else is free unless you want to participate in Mario Kart at uh um at uh what you call it? Uh HyperX, which is only 10 bucks. Yeah. We've already got I think there's 70 slots available, 72 slots available. We've got 36 of them, and mm-hmm. then there's one person who is not a tadpooler. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited about this one person we don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. He'll probably win. Really, That's the worst part. I really part. hope that they show up and they've got like a, a leather jacket covered with logos from different sponsors. And they're like, you know, this this uh, super good uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Got like a Luigi <laughs> hat and like a freaking yeah, Waluigi right. t-shirt. And... <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. That's going to be great. Uh, I'll bet he's the winner. That's the funny part. He's going to win the whole thing. Oh, and, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Because he's hardcore he's like take that. Take us out one by one by one. Yeah. Just boom, this boom, boom. Does this every month. All right. So the site has links for that as well right now. The TI. It has links. Oh, it doesn't have a link to the HyperX thing. So I should probably put one of those we'll on We'll put there. one of those in there. VivaTMSVegas.com, everybody. And uh, we're looking yep. forward to seeing all of you in 20 or so. Days. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this. It's hard for me to see past this coming weekend because there is so much... It's like a big eclipse <laughs> that's yep. in front of my face of like the uh, Geek Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And in, in uh, well, a little over twenty four hours, I'm gonna be at the airport getting ready to get on a plane to go to Chicago. Yep. And uh, hope we don't have any snow or anything. It's always always weird in Chicago in the winter, isn't it? Sometimes it is. It's gonna be it's gonna be forty cold, but not. I think the current weather. Situation oh, is not um forty's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. I like forty. For you Canadians, yeah. that's like uh ten, <laughs> 10 20, twenty, whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever. Right. <laughs> you guys and your space points. I don't know how it works. Right. Uh um, anyway, so yeah, that'll be great. And uh you got all the meetups going and again check the uh the TMS uh, uh Discord yeah. has all sorts of details on that. So go check. Hey, you can meet my out. team. I'm uh, great people. Like I'm I'm so uh blessed hashtag blessed hashtag to be part blessed. of this uh <laughs> this trivia team really really good uh great people on both sides of my <laughs> trivia team both the sports side and the movie side great both, people both, both great best be best <laughs> uh well excellent and we're going to take it all <laughs> we're going to be on stage and win geek bowl <laughs> It's my least favorite way he talks. I hate it. <laughs> I know, mine too. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite way to impersonate him, but my Ugh. least favorite way to hear him doing it. It just makes me want to jump to the screen and punch, punch him. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. oh, I heard uh, Warren's out as of right now. Warren's out as of this morning. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so she's done. She's cooked. Yeah. So if you had to, okay, I got a, I got a question for you. This is, oh gosh, it's okay. political, but not, not political. Sure. It's not divisive, as far as I know. But. uh Let's say Biden ends up getting the, the nomination, which is looking likely. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, Sanders is not backing he a, down. He had a pretty good showing. He actually had a great showing here in Colorado. I don't know how he... Uh, in Utah, too. He, he, he killed Utah's it well. here. Yeah. yeah he, mm-hmm. was the, he was like by far a landslide winner in Utah. Yeah. yeah just anyway, not California. Uh, he did what, not take California. Take California. I love that song. They only made like one album and then they disappeared. What happened to those guys? 
What the, fr- what the frick? Yeah, uh, their pro- propellers were too powerful. And yeah. They flew off. Yeah. Yeah, they had them on their heads, and then they, they, uh-huh. they went, and that was it. Right. That's who it. knows where they are That's now? It. Anyway, uh, was my, oh, who, if you're uh, just a betting man, and you are, what would I'm you, what would you, uh, who do you think the VP pick? Is it from this pool of people, I guess is my question, of, of, of I these think other I would, I would, uh, my prediction right now is boot edge edge. I, I, I predict Biden picks boot edge edge as his, uh, as his running mate. See, I have a feeling... Yeah. I have a feeling Kamala Harris might be the pick. Oh, interesting. Because then you'd get A, your first female VP, mm-hmm. B, diversity, because mm-hmm. uh, you know she's a black lady, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know, like I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a thing yeah. that's possible. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go. It's going to be weird. That would be that. I think would be a smart pick for him. Yeah. Boot edge edge plus plus well I mean boot edge edge is is smart too but I really do like uh, Kamala Harris as a if something happens to to Joe I do like Kamala stepping into the uh, if something happened to him would you say say it ain't so Joe when it when it happens or what we, <laughs> no? right yes exactly I am getting I'm I have some concerns about uh, Joe Biden's longevity. Uh, We'll see. <laughs> he does that thing that kind of scares me. Like when he was at the most recent debates, even in interviews, he does this thing where he answers a question and then he squints really hard and that like pauses and squints really hard and then and then comes up with the answer. Yeah. And now now I I admire somebody who thinks before they speak, if that's what he's sure. doing. Sure. Uh but maybe what he's doing is holding back a, a torrent of diarrhea because he has no control over his bowels. <laughs> It, it's not a hard reset, but it kind of looks like it might be a soft reset. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, a little bit of a, a little reboot happening while he's standing. That's there. right, a little bit of a soft reset. Uh, the following uh, conversation was brought to you by Yes Scott and Brian. Also, make fun of Democrats occasionally. We do yeah. for sure. All right, let's do. Oh, I know so what I we're not. Gonna be, we're not going to be happy until uh, President Palmer from Twenty Four. Or uh, or West Wing uh, Sheen or uh, oh yeah President uh, Bartlett I'd take Bartlett I'd vote Bartlett, Bartlett yeah. yeah yeah Bartlett was great even my most hardened uh, right winger friends all like Jed Bartlett and technically on the show he was he was technically a Democrat but he behaved like no president does like that's why that show that show is both great and bad because mm-hmm. on the one hand it's like this really great idealistic version of what goes on behind the scenes it's just not accurate (laughs) and so it's so it's it's very it's a hopeful show like it's a show that gives you you know a a feeling of like like, right this is the right thing we're in the battle we're in the fight this is good this is what you're supposed to be doing but then you're like yeah but it's probably not like this it's probably Mm -hmm. not like this at all right Right. Oh, Harrison Ford would be good. Get the hell off my plane. Harrison, right. <laughs> Air Force One Harrison Ford. Yeah. he's my. Fa- he was one of my favorite movie presidents. I'm trying to think of another movie president that I like. Okay. Um, oh, geez. Aaron Eckhart's terrible. Not so much the, uh, yeah, not so much uh, Aaron Eckhart. Not so much the uh, uh, the Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. American president. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, I like Dave, a little, though. A little too much of a horn dog. Oh, Dave. Kevin, Kevin uh, Klein would be great. Yeah, I like Dave. Dave was a yeah. and, and Dave again is another one of those fantasies that are just absolutely never, never gonna happen. <laughs> but it's just a that was a I like that movie. It's a nice movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, President Camacho. President Camacho. <laughs> Electrolytes. <laughs> Bill Pullman. No. 
No. no. Oh, yeah, Bill Pullman. Today is our Independence Day. Sadly, we get presidents that are a little bit more like Randy Quaid in that movie than we do Bill Pullman. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like. <laughs> Louis Dr- uh, or Julia Louis Dreyfus from Veep, sure. Sure. I don't know. Uh, us for president, me and Brian. Me, I'll be, I'll be VP. You can be president. I don't want the pressure. Twenty twenty four. You can put me in charge of the coronavirus. You can just. <laughs> okay, great. You golf. Great. You got to go golf and say dumb stuff. You get to do that. <laughs> uh, this weekend, I'll be taking another trip to Las Vegas <laughs> for a joint summit meeting. <laughs> It's so a-holy when he talks like that. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, this. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. Your news has upset me greatly. Uh, I never thought about that clip. You have to take vitamins because the news is upset because, because you're uh, you're distressed. That's I really stressed vitamins. Really odd. Anyway, that's brought to you by something. What's it being brought to? Brought us to you by TMS Vegas. Uh, visit Viva TMS Vegas for details. We hope to see you there March 26th through the 29th. Yes, gonna be fun, and uh, I feel less nervous about a trip because there anyway because I'm driving. I can control the cabin of my car. And really, you're not driving. Let's let's be clear too. Yeah, let's make this let's make this doubly clear. Kim is riding, driving. I am riding. You're going to be uh, planting wheat, uh, feeding cows, uh, harvesting. Oh no, you're going to be selling crap to Tom Nook the whole way down. Oh yeah, that's true. Tom Nook and I. I'm going to be paying down my whatever I owe Tom Nook that whole trip. And uh, Sol Carter should be in the back seat paying down the same <laughs> crappy debts and with her version of it on her switch. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> yeah, just see, what, what was it? There was a there's a Star Wars exhibit, brand new Star Wars exhibit. I put a link to it in the in the Discord, but it's like a private collection Star Wars exhibit uh, at the Fashion Show Mall on the Strip. Really. That might be worth a peeky poo. I on, uh, I like the fashion mall place. I like going there. Do you? Yeah. I don't like I don't like the name. I don't like a fashion show mall. I mean, is it a fashion show or a mall? I live First. I live like 15 minutes from a mall called Fashion Place Mall, so it sounds a lot yeah. like that to me. So that's a, that's a little bit better. But fashion. I mean, is they actually a, do it's, have. It's a stupid name. I agree. It is, but it's like you know, it's like the typical Vegas thing where on the hour they have like a rainfall that comes down in the. Uh, the desert oasis that used to be the Aladdin Mall, <laughs> yeah, and then the fountains that go off. And I think at uh, at Fashion Show Mall, a couple times a day, they actually just have a spontaneous fashion show that erupts in the middle of the mall. Yeah, see that? It seems like a terrible idea. I would hate that. It'd be great if they're animatronic, though. Anyway, oh, okay. Hey, let's, let's get to the yeah, right. Would that be great? Now <laughs> you got me. I, I went from zero to sixty, dude. On that. <laughs> animatronic fashion show oh but would they be animals or people or what would you do there oh yeah right it could be a mix of your uh it could be a mix of your like deus ex machina Mm -hmm. uh style people and maybe a couple five nights at freddy's looking yeah oh my gosh this is great a jaunty jaunty blouse (laughs) you do uh uh chuck e cheese weekend one time for a special weekend get chucky out there that's fantastic Okay. All right. right. Now we're in. Now we're in. All right. Here's your first story of the day. Oh, this is hilarious to me. An 11 year old was given a car to prevent playing too much GTA. (laughs) 11? Yeah. This is weird. 
Uh, when okay. th- So here's how the article goes. When Grand Theft Auto ends up appearing in real life news as opposed to articles related to video games and the industry, it's a good bet that you're in for a bit of absurdity. It's often nonsensical attempts to ban or censor the game. Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it's just like, you know, it's usually just, hey, video games are bad. In this case, yeah. um, let's see, uh, in Blackpool, or here it is right here. I'm going to make sure I skip all this fluff because who cares about this. Um, in Blackpool, this is in Europe or in the, the UK, one particular child was playing GTA so much. He was an 11-year-old. I was doing nothing but playing. Uh, his parents went to extreme measures. Now I have to get the rest of the story because I thought I had it all and I don't. Hold on. Um, here we go. Uh, the driver of this car, this is from the Lance Road Police. They put this on their Twitter account. The driver of this car was 11 years old. Yes, 11. So the kid's out driving it. Family member was fed up with the child playing GTA all day on the PlayStation, so brought uh, uh, bought him, sorry, brought him out to practice driving a car parked in Blackpool. The adult has been reported for tra- traffic offenses. Uh, those extreme measures didn't include taking away the child's console or limiting access to it. Parents literally put him behind the wheel of a compact four-door hatchback. <laughs> uh, so... Uh... <laughs> Was it in a park? Like, I can't tell if it was in a parking lot. They say, I keep saying parking driving lot. Driving on a car park, Blackpool. I think that's what's going on here is that he is in a. Well, here, I'll put this up for the chat. It looks like the car is in a parking area. And he's yeah. just like, you know, like you weren't when you were a kid and your parents would like have you test drive around a parking lot. In his case, he's just yeah. doing it on his own. Um, here we go. Let me pull that up. So, is it is it uh, ironic that the. Well, maybe not iron, ironic, but. Funny Isn't that the the person who posted this for the Grand Theft Auto Boom dot com website looks like he's barely older than eleven himself. I mean, you're not wrong. They should have. The story should have gone on to say uh, he also eleven year old gets a job at Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Boom dot com to stop playing Grand Theft Auto so much. Exactly. Now I'm just trying to think if I would ever let any of my kids when they were eleven just take a car without me in it, and the answer is no. Why would you do that? Do, do you know that the kid was alone in the car? That um, seems crazy. It says... No, they say brought him out to practice. Does it as say... As opposed to sent him out to practice driving in a car park. Uh, but brought me... him out maybe means that there was a... But if, a they, but, but if the parents with him and in the other seat... I guess that's still illegal, isn't it? It's still illegal, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if the, if the laws are any different there than they would be here, but um, I think here... If you, if I did this with an eleven-year-old, I would be in trouble for endangerment mm. or whatever. I would. Think. I knew a lot of kids. So um, my stepdad was from a small, uh, small town outside of Denver, way outside, about an hour and a half outside of Denver, called Brush. And basically, it's like got a house, then you got about uh, half a mile, and then you got another house, and dirt roads connecting, and big cornfields, and stuff like that. I love like towns that. like that. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they you know basically once you're old enough to be able to touch the pedals they let you drive stuff around and you know you can't go into into town yeah that's where the government can't get you out there exactly but they you know i think i think that they you know don't care about that they're like yeah okay whatever as long as you're driving around from from i'm gonna go uh go down to the shillings house for a little bit go play on their hay bales yeah (laughs) exactly when i was uh probably 12 I drove a tractor when we were visiting grandparents or something. Somebody had a farm. I don't remember who it was. 
but I got to drive a tractor for a while. Um, I drove a car when I was 13 because my dad wanted to let me drive the van, but that was in town, so maybe he was breaking the law. And we, I just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, when you're out in the middle of nowhere, though, rules change, man. Totally, yeah. Yeah, societal rules uh, stuff. Typical rules do not apply. That's right. Never driven a thresher. I would love to drive a thresher one day. Mm. You ever want to do that? I did drive that? a combine once. Ooh, a combine. It's kind of a thresher. Yeah, oh. just basically... All I had to do, so Grandpa Mel got it started and started going down to one of his cornfields and um, basically just said, keep it straight, Brian, just keep it straight. Wow. He was a great guy. He looked like, uh, he looked like Ernest Borgnine, Robert Forster merged. <laughs> his head was his head might have been perfectly square. Like it might have just been like jawline and then that buzz cut that yeah. looks like it was done with a T-square. Yeah. And then just flat. That's great. Just flat. And like, just keep it straight, Brian. <laughs> I love this guy. I don't even know him, but I yeah, love him already. Yeah. Uh, that sounds great. Speaking of Forrester. Oh. Yeah. I know. That was hard I to know. see. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When was this filmed? Oh, man. Like, as soon as you know who he's calling, it's like, oh. Yeah. And but then first, the show, me like, oh. When they, when they first did it, I just it was just like silhouette in the store. And I thought, uh-huh. oh, they're going to use old voices and you know fake this but then i was like oh no they filmed this before he passed Mm -hmm. bum me out yep Yep. all right little a little uh better call saul uh non-spoiler non-spoiler that's what that was right then rusty nails is like what's going on i'm like (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) yeah we're we're just sort of being sneaky about it there reminiscing about robert forrester yeah this is all true. Okay. Uh, here's a okay. story about uh, guests being evacuated when a jungle cruise boat at Disney World I sunk. I love this. <laughs> I knew you would. I thought of you yeah. when I got this because yes. uh, we're always talking about that I jungle cruise. Like, yeah. Second, well, you, you give me the choice to fly anywhere and do whatever I want for, for a weekend or a week. Vegas might be my first choice, but it might be it might be Disney World. Sure. Give me you know unlimited funds and drop me off at Disney World. Yeah. Or hey, why not both? Just go from one and then fly and then you're there. Exactly. Well, a boat filled with guests at Walt Disney World had to be evacuated Thursday after it took on water. Took Mm -hmm. on water. Uh, No one was hurt and the passengers aboard the Jungle Cruise boat got off the vessel safely after firefighters from the resort's private government were called to the scene. Is that... Wait. (laughs) Is that what they call them? The resort's (laughs) private government? I've never heard of that. The resort's private government. You know, the... uh... The the suits under the under the floor. Weird. <laughs> the, the tunnel. The, the uh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the video of this, I'm trying to figure out where they where they took this video. Well, it would have been oh the one on the site. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, oh, how do I get back? Let's get back to <laughs> get back to I where you go want back. to Get back. Um, get back. I've got now. I've got a couple news people. Fox Eight talking. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, it looks oh I mean, yeah, first where it looked like a guys? drone. Looked like a drone video. Yeah, I think it's. Oh, this could be helicopter. Well, no, it could be drone. I mean, it probably is drone because you wouldn't have a helicopter this low over the park, would you? I don't think so. I mean, it zooms out, but yeah, could be drone. Although, um, also, how do we know what's actually happening there? Yeah, this could just be regular B-roll footage of Jungle Cruise. Yeah, because like Jungle Cruise is getting loaded right there. Yeah, you, they would not allow drone flying over Disney World. Yeah, that's that. That would be a, a danger to people that the drones could land on. 
Okay, so since we're here, this is the thing I'm going to do once in a while. We're on this sure. page, and there's some chum. They call it chum. It's the crappy ads yep. at the bottom. Yep. Are you looking at the 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 uh, the meth people on the right side of the page? Oh, you have meth people. I don't have them. Oh, what do you have? Oh, on, on the right side, I do. Um, I'm sorry, on the right right side. Did I say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Down at yeah. the bottom, they always have the stuff they call chum, which is like sponsored. They look like stories, but they're sponsored, whatever. And one of them is the best sure. way to stop a barking dog. We're gonna learn, and it says underneath. Oh. It, it says in parentheses, "It's genius." It says. I'm glad. I'm glad you got that one because I've got uh, uh, some really sad. I've got two shootings and a nursing home that's the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I like yours better. How do you stop a dog from barking, Scott? I actually have. I have three that are pretty simple. Like, uh, let's see, the simple method naturally fights neuropathy. Try it today. Then I got best way to stop the barking dog. And then one one that you should have gotten. Here's the thing casinos don't want you to know. Oh, brother. Yeah. All right. What? There's something they don't want me to know? All right. Here it is. I've gone now to the link for the dog. It's an advertorial, it says at the top. Remarkable breakthrough stops dog barking in its tracks. It's critical to train your dog so that when he barks, he does so for a good reason. Begin small. You want to make sure that when he's barking, he knows to get your attention. You always want a present. Or sorry, you always want to preserve that. Okay, what are they trying to sell me? <laughs> I created a device that pumps the same frequency as my dog whistle, but consistently over and over again. With a small LED light, blah, 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 F off. All right. <laughs> with you. There we go. I'm totally with you. Yeah, lame. That's lame. Uh, yeah, Starbucks not letting you bring in your own cups for right now because of coronavirus. Right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the... Emerald City Comic Con is going to get canceled, and Jeez. it's effectively. I was surprised about the uh, the James Bond movie getting. Yeah, that got bumped. Off. Didn't it have something to do with uh, post production shooting or something? No, I thought it. Uh, I thought it. I thought that was what happened with um, Mission oh, Impossible. Right, the Mission Impossible sequel. You're right. Right, uh, James Bond got pushed out because it's it's opening in theaters that are um, that are going to be closed. And they wanted a worldwide opening for everywhere. Oh wow! It, it seemed like a really weird thing. Like we'll just open it in the open it in countries where, you know, where everything's not shut down. Yeah, I guess we're getting closer to where lots of them are shut down. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah Mission, right. Mission Impossible because it was in Italy. They right. Said, nope. Yeah, they were filming there when the yeah, when they had their big the outbreak. Amazing race. Yeah, it's pretty bad. They're like Nebraska in Italy. Just boom, bim, bam, boom. Um, right. All right, so oh, we got emails by the way confirming that the Nebraska uh, outbreak was is because of that cruise ship. There were tons of cruise passengers. Yeah, yeah, from Nebraska, which I did not know. Nebraska was like a big cruise town. I had no idea. Well, I mean, people go. People come from all over the country to go on a. a they do, fun but it's carnival but, cruise, but so concentrated in Nebraska, it just seemed nuts yeah. to me. Like multiple, way more people from that boat were from Nebraska than anywhere else. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it could have just been like a group, like a. Uh, all right, everybody, we're uh, we're gathering funds for our our let's go cruising. You guys ready uh, for this? The Omaha Let's Go Omaha trip. That's right. It's the uh, sponsored by the uh, <laughs> the Omaha Chamber of Commerce. That's we're all right. gonna go. I don't know why I sound like I'm from Fargo, but we're all gonna go to. to uh, we're getting on a bus, and we're all gonna go down to Florida. I am cooperating, to, uh, Wade. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's probably what happened. It's the it's the Gomaha trip. Everyone's going. The Gomaha. 
Uh, all right. Here's here's my favorite story. Okay. You'll never because this is you know this is timely. Yeah. Uh, the headline is you'll never guess what they found on McDonald's touchscreens. Boogers. Boogers. Burgers Probably. and but more Probably. burgers. Yeah. <laughs> According to a paper, uh, they swabbed the new self-order machines in six different oh, England God. locations. And you know what these are, right? You've yeah. seen them in the thing. Yeah, they're big kiosk. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I so used it once because I was in the middle of doing some lift rides. I needed something to eat, so I went into a McDonald's and got a Happy Meal. I did that, too, with a chicken sandwich, but I knuckled it. I didn't finger it. I knuckled it. So I went. The chicken sandwich or the touch screen? The touch screen. I didn't knuckle my chicken sandwich. <laughs> you didn't finger your chicken sandwich? <laughs> no. No, I did not. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the breadth of different and concerning bacteria on one would worry uh, worried senior lecturer in microbiology at London Metropolitan University, Dr. Paul Metawell, or Metawelli, who told the Metro, quote, we were all surprised how much gut and fecal bacteria there was on the touchscreens. Yeah. A crappy meal. I know. It is a crappy meal. <laughs> I didn't order the crappy meal. Uh, it says, let's see, these cause the kinds of infections that people pick up in hospitals. So like, you know, bad, oof, bad, like the, what are they, C. diff and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Among those bacteria was Staphylococcus. Which has been linked to toxic shock that's syndrome. The, that's the greatest hits of uh, bacteria. Oh, they're so good. Mat- uh, the doctor also called the bacteria so contagious, he was concerned about the Listeria, Calblesia, and Protea strains found, each which contributes to different serious illnesses. When uh, contracted by the paper, contacted by the paper, the McDonald's rep commented, quote, Our self-order screens are cleaned frequently, Mr. Simpson, <laughs> throughout the day. All of our restaurants are provide facilities for customers to wash their hands before eating. Yeah. Okay. That's a terrible uh, answer. Of course they're going to say, yeah, we clean those screens all the time. <laughs> I'm guessing it's like a, uh, you know, poor minimum wage kid who goes out there. <laughs> all right, Barry, it's time for you to go out and clean the screens again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, poor Barry. I feel bad for Barry. Can I go on break again? <laughs> he just goes and blows a, a mouthful of vape on it and then goes back in. He's not using it. He's not cleaning it. Right, exactly. Barry and Jill working at McDonald's. I like it. <laughs> All right, final story. Uh, a man burned down a whole building because he tried to kill a snake. So that's a thing you do. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's like a uh, to be... It's the only way to be sure. Kind yep. of situation. That's right. This is in <laughs> this is in Guyana, uh, a building in the Tar Tar uh, Tarl Tarlagoi. Oh, Guyana, French, and I, I guess not French Guyana, just regular, just regular, regular, regular Guyana. Guyana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in just East regular Guyana. It's in East Burbis, quarantine, which formerly housed government staff in the 1980s, was completely gutted after a man tried to get rid of a snake by burning it. Several other abandoned buildings in the compound were not affected, according to the reports. Uh, it says here, the fire started approximately 1,300 hours after the security guard attached to the compound lit a fire in a tire. Now, would you... An entire T-Y-R-E. What's a... T- that's a... That's not a... That's t- tire. That's just a different way of spelling tire. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, English... English spelling. T-Y-R-E. Um, okay. T-Y-R-E, yeah. <clears throat> says that was situated but it's funny that he lit a fire in a tire <laughs> yeah tire fire oh because the snake was in the tire the snake was in the tire and gotcha went, okay uh, this is the quote he says he told investigators he saw the snake inside and wanted to kill it 
is what he said. In quotes. <laughs> the Guyana Chronicle understands that the small <laughs> the small fire caught on sorry caught on other combustibles and old tires uh, that were stored next to the structure. Within minutes, the fire spread to the entire building. Reports indicate that soon after lighting the fire, the man fell asleep and was awoken by the smell of smoke. When he opened his eyes, he saw the house on fire. Why wouldn't you stick around to make sure your snake job finished? Why would you go sleep? What, would you, yeah, what are you doing? Right, right exactly. <laughs> wouldn't you do that? You All would right. go, got a tire that's on fire next to the house. I think my work is done for the day. Good night. I don't get that. I would stick around. That's the whole point. Is you're, You just yeah. set a tire on fire with a snake in it. You have a fiduciary duty to all mankind to stick there until the until the snake is confirmed gone. Also, just let the snake go. Why you got to burn him? You don't have to burn yeah. him. Let him go. You actually, if he's in a tire, that's a, that's even better. Just roll the tire down the street and forget about them. Go to sleep. There you go. Give yeah. the give the snake a ride. No fires right. are started. Exactly. Your right. teeth. Well, you end up with a dizzy snake a block away. Yeah. Perfect. And what's the worst case? Somebody comes back and goes, "Where's my tire with a Y? Where is it? It's not here. It's rolled down the road." I better go get another tire with a Y. Tire. <laughs> tire. Tire. Uh, it says here, uh, let's see, he fell asleep. The fire completely destroyed the house, spread to nearby grass and empty lots. It was dry grass. Firefighters from the Rose Hall Fire Station promptly arrived, but were unable to control. Oh, and were able to control the blaze, so they got it. Um Let's see. Oh, oh they, get to the get to the get to the punchline. Yeah, get to is, the best part. This is pretty good. The security guard was held for questioning, and an investigation is currently underway. It is unclear if the snake was killed in the inferno. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> That's funny. Snake sneaking away. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. After all of that, it lived. Great. That would be amazing. All right, uh, that's it for news. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister will be here. We got a we got a deal to take care of, somebody to help, and uh, we do that on Therapy Thursdays, which is always fun. So stick around for that. In the meantime, Brian will now play a song. Brian, what do you have? Yeah. So you know that I'm I, I make no uh, bones about the fact, or or I don't try to hide the fact that I'm a fan of the band Haim H A I M. Love. Love those sisters and the music they put out. Um, if you're looking for an, uh, a more indie version of Haim, one that I'm able to play for Indie in the Middle, there are the Aces. They uh, came out with a brand new single via Red Bull Records. Wah! Gives Whoa. you wings. Yeah. Um, this is uh, the first thing they've done since their debut album, When My Heart Felt Volcanic, which they released a couple years ago back in 2018. This is a fun pop uh, uh just a fun pop song by uh, by some great uh, vocalists. the The band is called The Aces. The brand new single is called Daydream.
talk about a very very cool product there are tons of apps on the app store but once in a while one pokes its head out and goes hey check me out and i take notice here's a great example entail e-n-t-a-l-e what's the big deal well how about okay imagine you're listening to this show tms and we read an article and you're like oh man i want to know more about that that's the thing i want to learn more about well with entail you can you can put faces to voices, like our faces to our voices, I guess, and others. Read an article that we talked about. You can discover the full story that we just barely touched on and hit on. That's the beauty of Intel. They use AI to pick up relevant information so you can always stay in the loop on top of the conversation. No more pausing and searching. Just follow along with all the references as they're mentioned. So again, imagine I go, hey, there's that guy in Florida who did that thing. And you can immediately go, oh, that's what he's talking about because I'm clicking, I'm going right with him. An interactive experience, if you will. So I love it. And you will too. It's called Entail. E-N-T-A-L-E. And uh, here's what we want you to do. Go to entail.com slash TMS. That way they know you were sent by us. Or you can go to the iOS and Android store uh, for either of your, uh, whichever device you have and download the app. That's the Entail app, E-N-T-A-L-E. All right, so go check it out. Give it a shot. Tell us what you think. We're pretty excited about it. We think you will be too. That's entail.com slash TMS. Don't get too comfortable, Ms. Lion. I'm ready to go to the party now without the boys. Tom don't know the words. The Morning Stream. I got a thumb. I got a middle finger. Whoops. <laughs> Shit. There we go. Hey, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Sorry, that I screwed that up. Tom don't know the word. There you go, buddy. There it is. Hey, uh, we're back, and that means time for my sister Wendy to join us Yay. here. So I gotta add her though. That's a part of this deal. I, you know, always forget to do right before. Okay, there we go. All right, she's on her way. We'll see what she has to say. It'll be a happy day for everybody to stay. Wendy, are you there? No, oh, we got rings of ringage. Hard to tell with her icon. I can't. Oh, there she is. Hello. Hi, Wendy. Hello. Oh, there she is. Uh, they're ah. right there. Let's play this. Something wrong, Batman? Has anybody seen Wendy? You don't want to know that she farts. Yeah, I know. She, you really don't. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's my you sister. Gotta, you got to change that last part. I can change, change it. it too. What do you want it to be? Can, you can you change it to cat and chicken porn. Yeah, we could do that. That's a, that's a good one. Okay. I'll, I'm <laughs> always into refreshing we stuff. We don't let people determine what their <laughs> introduction is. <laughs> Sounds are Wendy. <laughs> Who do you think yeah. you are? Um, exactly. 
Yeah, you do. So <laughs> if I tell you, uh, how's how are things there? Yeah, is it Good. winter wonderland still? Or you guys, how's that going? There? It's melting. We we'll be up to I think sixty on Sunday. It's oh. kind of a slow thaw, which is nice because then there's no risk of flooding or weirdness. But yeah, you guys are. It's, it's weird. Your your weather patterns, as I I thought they were going to be like you know sort of horrible but it turns out it's basically just utah in the winter it feels like it feels like you guys are I, it's definitely colder for sure yeah. um but without we didn't get that polar vortex this year apparently is not too uncommon and so that was really pleasant mm. to not be sub 40 at any point that was nice nobody wants to be sub 40 no but no. they do so many cool things on frozen lakes here that you really don't want it above 20 for a good two months because you're on a lake with 10,000 people dancing or what? whatever you're doing. You know? Oh, wow. Oh, so I was going to yeah, ask, what, it, fun stuff. what are they like uh, ice fishing, I assume, and things like that. But like, oh, uh, every, yeah, ice fishing is just everyone in their own lakes and backyards and stuff because they're everywhere. But uh, they have this one lake uh, in Minneapolis that, so there's these three giant lakes that are in the city. Yeah. And they are this beautiful, but they, one like had a, and think of like an art festival. Okay. But it's all just in the center of a lake. Oh, that like sounds frozen. awesome! Yeah, and so it's like village. They just cre like create villages, and you can go buy stuff. And that sounds so food. cool! Oh my gosh, it is so cool. And something Adam and I did this recently. It's a um, a Norwegian Swedish tradition here. Yeah, because um, they use the word the Swedish word for race, and they it's they put luminaries everywhere, and they make them out of ice. They are it is amazing. Like. So you're, you're either snowshoeing, we snowshoed, but you can cross country see snowshoe or even walk if you want to. Yeah. And it's around this huge lake and there's different stations. There was a band and I'm not kidding, only playing ice instruments like this. They had made a trumpet out of ice. What? It wow. was incredible and drums and anyway, it was really cool. And then you go to another <laughs> section. Unfortunately, they have to use hot water to pull the uh, trumpet away from his lips when he's done playing. It. Yeah, I think he had an attachment, probably for his safety. But um, okay, good. Yeah. yeah, and then just light, like really beautiful, cool structures. One called the Acropolis, I think, is what they called, it. and it's like a city made out of ice blocks. But how they hollow them out so there's lights inside of them. Anyway, it's amazing, and they're out there with fifteen thousand people snowshoeing and ice. Yeah, no, it's great. How do so they, it's how really do, fun. How do they do the, uh, like a string instrument? They put strings on a, uh, well, I, I guess I shouldn't great assume question. they had. They did not uh, have a string instrument. They okay. had a trumpet. They had bongos and drums of all sorts. And then I'm forgetting what the other one was. And then people singing, of course. And That's just crazy. Super cool. So very fun. So like winter is, <clears throat> they, it, you know, it comes in and it stays. And so people have really figured out how to enjoy it around here. Yeah. You got to embrace <laughs> so, it. Got to yeah. embrace that stuff. Lots man. of fun stuff. But I, yeah, the slow melt is nice, but everyone who is from here listening would go, ha ha. Cause it will probably snow a foot in April. So that's true. Well, don't touch your yeah. face. That's the important thing. All right. Yeah, just no face face touching, no face touching, no handshaking, just, uh, you know, keep it, keep it. Hey, by the way, have any of you been to fist bumps? When yeah. You see somebody. All fist bumps, all elbow bumps. Have you uh, been to Costco lately? Uh, yeah, we went yesterday and the water, and the toilet paper are gone at our Tosco, our Costco. There's none. It's completely gone. Uh, it's a real wow. one. I mean, I have to think that Costco. So Costco's um, uh, brand company, the call, what is it called? Kirkland. 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 The yeah. Kirkland division must be rolling in it right now because they're <laughs> selling that well, stuff. Well, I went like yesterday. Crazy. I don't go. I go very infrequently, and when I do, I always get toilet paper and paper towel and. Um, like laundry soap. I don't go to Costco, but when I do, I get the toilet paper. I buy exactly. yeah. So I go in thinking, 
like my normal run, right? Yeah, and then it right. dawns on me, like, I walk in and the energy in that building is something to behold. Yeah, like, yeah. panicky faces and normally everyone's just chill and slack and kind of, you know? Yeah. And it was weird. And I thought, okay, I don't like this. I don't like Are it Are we at all, all pretending we're not hoarding right now? Yeah. We were was it panicking faces with surgical masks on them? <laughs> no, not that bad. And, okay. But very, like, the vibe, right? So anyway, I go to the back section. You know, normally it's like floor to ceiling of everything and yeah. the whole, everything near the um, water and paper towels and stuff was totally empty. Yeah. But there was, a, you know, so I bought a couple things and I just kept wanting to say to people, this is my normal run. I have four kids. I'm not hoarding. This is normal. Yeah. You know, because I look like I, I'm scared, but I'm not. That's right. just how it happens. Right. So I get to the checkout and this woman, I just said, you know what? I know this is a probably crazy question, but just generally we've run out of hand soap refill. Do you have any? She's like, yeah, no, we yeah. ran out two days ago. And, and I'm like, I promise it's just my normal, <laughs> my normal amount. Were you, yeah, ho were like, you hoping, so were, you ho were you hoping she had some like secret stash somewhere? She keeps well, in the back. I just asked her. And then I, I saw the, the trauma in her eyes and I'm like, are you okay? She's like, it has been so crazy here. Yeah. Like really not like really miserable. And she's like, I saw someone rip a, a case of water out of somebody's hands. Oh, oh geez. No. I don't like Minnesota to hear about that. nice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So it's, I think bless anyone who works in any bulk store that sells soap and toilet paper. Your life is, well, are people, were people not washing their hands before? I mean, like, apparently why, why not. Run on soap? Apparently not enough. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, people are just getting overly protective or whatever, but they're just hoarding. Kim's on, but Kim's on, friend, she's on a first name basis with the, uh, the door guy at this Costco yeah. because <laughs> really? she's there a lot, but also he's just really nice and friendly. So he's easy to be nice to. And Kim's like that too. So now this guy who's at the front door is like Kim's best friend. But anyway, she, we went there yesterday and that back zone, like you're talking about, it looked yeah. like a Fry's Electronics in 2020. It was like nothing in there. It was a wasteland. Wow. And uh, I've never seen that before. It was just the weirdest experience. But yeah, Kirkland making big money. They're doing well. And my friend lives in Cal or sorry, Florida, and she's in Tallahassee and she works for the Red Cross. It is just prep for disasters all the time down there. Yeah. And they just have a rhythm. They're all chill about it. They know it's coming. They do their thing. And she's like, the rest of the country just has not had any experiences <laughs> like down here we got it you know yeah. i'm like okay yeah no it's true it's weird but um we haven't so we have one uh we got one quick case here i don't think you guys have one yet i don't think no we don't but we, we're fighting over water yeah <laughs> when we're surrounded by lakes cool. <laughs> well you just say the most contagious thing in the world is fear that's oh yeah fear will get you fear will get you yeah you're right I mean, I think there's, I think there's, you know, reasonable steps that should be and are being taken in, in lots of ways for this particular thing, and it's it's reasonable to do some of that. But when I hear about somebody yanking water out of someone's hands, that makes me mad. It makes me want to. Mm -hmm. Makes me like, want to. Come on, first of all, there's still move. more water. There's still yeah. more. That was the worst part of that story. Yeah, why would they? It's not do like that? it was the last one. <laughs> I just want to. I want to sit that person down and just knock him in the head or something. It's like it what makes me mad. What are you doing? I know. We're living in a society, heavy. right? I live in a society here. Damn it! You gotta. I know. Do right, your part. Right, Be right, nice. Right. Anyway, what'd you say? He was big. Is that what you said? No, it. I. I said those are heavy. Oh, it's hard to yeah, rip that out of someone's yeah. hand. <laughs> you're talking about the guy was big. The guy that's oh, they are the they are cheap too, man. I love the fact that you could get a whole slab of of uh, 
Costco water for 12 bucks yeah. for 40 bottles. I mean, the reason people buy all the water anyway is they think, here's because in their catastrophized heads, they think that the, the, the virus would get so bad that it would take out all municipal workers and everybody who does anything to maintain anything. And so your water mains would go down or all the dead raccoons would stop being moved out of the way when the, <laughs> when the water went through the filter or whatever, like you would just start to, we would get to that level. And I think that's a little. See, this little is why there. big imaginations are problematic. <laughs> right. But this is the problem. How do you stop it? How do you stop a brain like that? You can't do it. You don't. And also you need creativity to, to do things like stop it, right. you know, and like mm -hmm. create whatever. So I get it, but just like, oh no, easy on the the dead raccoons in your water supply story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I know. I have this. I have this idea that that all our water is filtered through dead raccoons, and it's only just like <laughs> a little bit of chemical at the end that takes care of it. But uh, <laughs> it's clearly incorrect. <laughs> I, just, I just have clearly. this idea. You have an imagination. Well, let's do a thing that is not incorrect. It's an actual email that we got uh, for Wendy today for Therapy Thursday. She's a real therapist, by the way, not just my sister. Uh, th if that wasn't qualifications enough, she actually has some credibility outside <laughs> of that. Uh, where we help people on Thursdays with their real problems. Wendy got an email from a listener, and I'm not going to use their name, but we will call them Z. How about that? Uh, says this. Hi, Wendy. My name is Z, and I'm 22 years old. Two days ago, my girlfriend broke up with me. I have to lead with, she's amazing. I've had four or five dating relationships at this point, and far and above uh, from the rest, she stands out. In short, I'll definitely go as far to say, yeah, I'm in love with her. Oh, that's adorable. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, she grew up in a home with an unloving dad, a distracted mother, and she's the baby of the family. Family. Most of her siblings are gone and out of state. Uh, she also comes from a past boyfriend she dated for four years who was verba verbally abusive, emotionally manipulative, and took advantage of her sexually. Uh, she is wounded in a severe way. She broke up with me not because of a problem between us. Up until two weeks ago, we had actually had an insanely healthy relationship, always joking, having fun, challenging one another, and relaxing as well. One night as we hung out, we uh, saw uh, as a drunk couple got, got physical with each other. She says this triggered something in her, causing her to remember her past boyfriend. She began to feel as though she had never healed from that relationship. We started dating two months after they broke up. She seems fine at the moment, but not or at the moment, but not anymore. So she broke up with me. She said she didn't think she could uh, she could both heal and be romantic at the same time. She felt like she was just a shitty girlfriend with a uh, and a burden. Um, we debated about ten days before she finally called it. We did, however, agree to keep uh, seeing each other and agree we wanted to try again. Uh, to see if they could work it out one day. We're going to go to church together. We're both Christians and hang out in public spaces where romance is not a threat. Neither of us uh, is very fond of PDA. And he doesn't mean his personal digital assistant. He's <laughs> not talking about his trio. No, it's not his old <laughs> palm trio. Anyway, so it says, so I guess my question is, Wendy, uh, in, uh, is during this romantic time, non-romantic time uh, of healing, what are the best ways to be helpful to her? What are some things that she should be focusing on? I've been reading a book from a therapist slash author named Audrey or Andy Kobler, Kobler mm -hmm. uh, to gain some insight. But wanted to hear some of your perspective as well. Thanks, Wendy Z. Okay, uh, what do you want to tell Z here? How do you how do you? Deal so with he this? doesn't say how old she is. Uh, no, although I mean one would assume in the same range, but only because he didn't say. So I guess we can't assume. It's hard to say. Okay. 
Yeah, probably would have brought it up if there was a bigger, a big age difference. Yeah, right. I would think. But if she's eighteen, it's a big age difference. Oh well, yeah, yeah, a good point. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Meaning, or, if she's just a lot younger, um, it would be interesting. So if you're listening, Z, just text that somewhere. Uh, <laughs> text okay. that somewhere. <laughs> text that to anywhere. Preferably, Any- preferably to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Send us. Um, okay, so this is. This is tricky, right? Especially for for people who are young and exploring relationships and, you know, navigating things and learning how to get along. And I mean, did they live together? Doesn't say if they lived together. They just were dating all that time. Again, I bet you he would have brought that. I bet you he would have mentioned that if they did. Yeah, okay. Um, Here's what I'm really concerned about. That you guys got physical in your altercation. Hmm. Especially if you're not living together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's some toilet seat situations that could cause, you know, you to be more upset or, you know, and you're in each other's presence like constantly if you're not living together. Now, some people are doing that anyway when they don't live together. But mm-hmm. um, that's why I was asking that question. So that's more concerning than anything. Now, the fact that she has a history and all of that, that is going to be common as people are getting to know one another. And most people who have any history of, sounds like in her case some abuse right mm-hmm. and some um neglect parental, i read distracted parental mother. neglect yeah yeah and unloving dad i'm hearing yeah um kind of ignored she's the youngest and sort of left to fend for herself right um so she's got some wounds right and okay so that's gonna be a thing people are gonna discover that because what m- happens most of the time, right? You grow up, you don't know any different. You're just experiencing whatever you experience. And then you're in a relationship. And there are these sort of moments that push on certain buttons you didn't know you had because you're in the context of a family again, right? So mm-hmm. your family of origin is the context where these things take place and take root and sort of set up all the booby traps, basically, right? Right. But you don't know. And then suddenly you're in a relationship and the person does a particular thing that reminds you of feeling abandoned and or perceived abandonment or perceived neglect or um and and in this case you don't have your first fire and start getting physical usually so there's other things that have maybe led up to this moment um that then led to there being physicality that is um concerning Mm -hmm. and so her buttons are being pushed and the awareness and what to do about that is probably pretty low. I'm assuming she's younger than him is my assumption. And, and as I get older, everyone under a certain age is now a baby to me. So you're both babies. Um, but this, this it's new, right? And so for her to not have any sort of skills in place to handle her own stuff or even be aware of it, this isn't surprising that this happened. Um, and I'm going to say good for her to say, let's, take a break. I need to deal with some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that really what a lot of folks will do is they'll just further a mesh into each other. And you're my, you, you've saved me from all my woes and problems. And even though sometimes we're, we're slapping each other around, I, you know, like there's a, there's a toxic version of this that could easily happen. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, no, here's a boundary and I got to deal with some of this. So kudos to her. So his question is, how do I help her? What does she need to do? And I'm going to answer 
what she needs to do is figure out that herself. I don't, I don't know if you need to do much to help her other than make her listen to this and be supportive. Right. Um, but like, it's not, you can't do anything. You can be a cool person and a good friend and helpful. And, but here's where she's saying, I can't be romantic to heal. You have to also get to that place honestly, mm. because then you are going to pray, pressure her to be better faster than she would be otherwise you're going to because you dig her i mean she's awesome so your motivation is you you sort of have the wrong incentive for her to get be better be not the wrong incentive but a complicated incentive to get have her better so that you can have her back right right and you may be tempted in all this time to think she's the broken one now i don't know he didn't say if she's got physical slapping him around or it was mutual. I mean, he kind of said it was mutual, didn't he? Uh, Such a long sort of, one I'm trying see. to remember. They got physical with each other. The, the drunken couple got physical. Yeah. It doesn't, okay. it doesn't say, but um, yeah, it just says that could it's have just been seeing that she saw the other couple, couple do it and it just sort of triggered yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hold on. I was joking. Because it was like. Oh, I read that wrong. I thought they got physical. With oh, no, 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 no. She, no, no, no. yeah, they, they witnessed saw, somebody else. They saw yeah. another couple get physical with each other. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for clarifying. Because I was like, you got to look in the mirror is what I was about to say. But that is not what happened. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she got triggered by seeing something else happen. Yes. I got it. Got okay. it. Mm -hmm. Saw a that tussle. Yeah. Saw a tussle in public and that was enough okay. to set her off. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right, let me change my tone. <laughs> <laughs> let me back that up. Change uh, that tone. Change my tone and yeah, back it up a little bit. Okay, so I get it. I I was just thinking it was them. All right, so that changes a little bit, but there still is that idea that we want our partners to change for us. And as much as we can say, no, I want you to be better for you, like really honestly, that's a, a need is there and that's okay, right? But to be honest with yourself about that, that need is that I need her to be better because I want to be with her. I want to support her. I love her. All of those good things. All of that's good, right? Yeah. But if she's this young and this stuff is just emerging, you're going to have to be really patient. Um, because here's the thing we don't know. And I, this might be harsh and he doesn't want to hear this. But there may be that... Um, your current relationship and she may be saying these words that it's too much for her to heal to also be romantic but she also may just not want that in her life right now and that's difficult but it's a complicated one so think about the times and i could be so off here and i hope i am but think about the times where you sort of make an excuse for something because but it sounds good it relieves you of the burden of actually saying the thing right so like uh, I'm late to the meeting because the traffic was so bad, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. That's a dumb example, but mm -hmm. sort of like, no, actually I was in the shower until 1050 <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. And then there happened to be traffic, uh, you know, so we kind of find a way to take off the, so, so we don't have to be the bad guy or we don't have to actually say what we really think or feel or want. We can have some other way. And so, that's the thing I don't know. If I had these two in front of me, I would find out from her 
specifically, is this a way to end this relationship? And maybe there's a part of that, that this is harder for her or right. she's not into it anymore or whatever it might be. And it's um, a way of easily letting him down without. Right. Yeah. And, and that could be totally wrong. It could mm-hmm. also just be she's this traumatized and being in a romantic relationship is just not healthy for her at all. Mm-hmm. So it's not you specifically. It, it, and that's legitimately an option, right? It isn't just the joking, oh, it's not you, it's me. It's literally her that yeah. she's um, you know, having this experience watching another couple argue and tussle just is like having a PTSD reaction, a flashback of a I'm totally not safe. And, you know, then in that position, she needs help. And the help is not from the loving boyfriend who fixes it. That's a movie, yeah, right? Yeah, that doesn't exist in real life. <laughs> and so him reading, like I'm, I'm glad he's reading stuff. And, and, and again, it's really easy to think one person's the problem, right? And so to be very careful of that. So your new job is not to find all the words and get all the advice that helps her. That may feel like the job, right? Because the job is to get her better so then you can have a romantic relationship with her you care about her right but the job is really handling your stuff over here mm-hmm. and giving her space to heal and encouraging her you know as a friend would to get help because <clears throat> i'm gonna tell you right now what she's been through if this is how she responded to that couple and then breaks up with you is she needs somebody in her corner that is neutral yeah and that can help her navigate what this pain is i don't know how much she's actually told you yeah um, and it's possible she hasn't told you everything. That's very possible, That's right? Like that, that seems suspicion. likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that she's playing this good girlfriend game and it works for so long. And then it, it doesn't because think of it as like the crack in the foundation has never been treated. And so she's, you know, it's easy for that stuff to fall apart. Do you think that, um, if she is, okay, let's say she's 18 Mm-hmm. And the reason that matters is it's a maturity question, right? Like just a, young, sure. yeah. Just hasn't been around for very long outside of the, you know, those formative years or whatever. Um, This guy sounds like he's just so gleefully like, oh, I just want to make this work. She just seems so great. Like this is the best relationship I've ever had. Like I'm really feeling bad for him in this scenario because he he's he seems great. He seems like the right guy mm-hmm. at the right time and everything else. Is this just a matter of time? Like can... Can can he look at this from a twenty two year old's perspective and understand that in a couple of years she'll be in a way better place potentially and that it's okay to hang on that long or or is that a, I don't know to to me two years is nothing anymore but to them two years is a long time it feels well, like a long a, time yeah and that's a and that's a gap where the two years is a much bigger gap than when you're fifty and she's forty eight yeah kind of mm-hmm. yeah it's just different <laughs> yeah. right because your maturity <laughs> levels are just so so different it's usually the other way around right like. I don't women know. More mature, you mean? Like, well, uh, they just tend to. In my life experience, women have always been more mature than me at my age range. Yeah. Like it's always been that way. And, and well, it's, it's about a two. For every guy, Scott. <laughs> it's true. It's not just you, dude. Okay, it's about good. a two-year difference. That, okay. And that's often why when you see couples, their developmental level, it's about two years growing up, and then at some point, it kind of evens out, right? Right. But it's you know even up through high school. That's why seniors date sophomores. <laughs> and then when the girls are seniors, they date guys in college, right? Like they, you, you got to have a bit of a gap. Some of that is just maturity developmentally, 
right? And right. so that's why my assumption is she's younger and maybe quite young. Um, and and it, who knows? But in the end, you're right, Scott. Like he, his ideas are not off. Like he's doing the right thing. He's reading books. He's trying to help. He's respecting the boundaries that she's drawn. He's, you know, they're hanging out, but keeping it non-romantic. And, um, and that's torture, right? That's yeah, hard. It is hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so to, to his credit, he's, he's doing all the right things. It's more being careful that you are clear on what you're doing and why. I think, I think that's piggybacking off the session I just had a little bit. <laughs> so sorry, dude, I might be bleeding over into this call yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, just, uh, you know, and this is a much older couple, but just, you know, super toxic for one another and not letting go of the other because you get needs met yeah. that um, you're afraid to be alone or you're afraid to, of the actual grieving process or the belief there's no one else out there for you. Or, you know, there's so many stories that get played out in uh, a romantic relationship that are complicated. And, and it seems like everyone from the outside can see it, but it's so hard when you're in it. Um, and so to really be honest with yourself about what, you're doing and is it healthy for you too? Um, so she needs help. You need to be very clear about what you're doing and why. And, and, and it sounds like you're doing a lot of the right things. Um, but you know, just because here's the thing, and I've seen these play out over time is that it's on a, you're on a different trajectory now. Yeah. Like you thought you were on the same page. You are not at the moment. Right. And that is a real mismatch in a relationship. And, you know, you see couples later, they get married and they have a kid or two and then their trajectories really change. And I mean, there's a lot of divorce for reasons, right? And it's not the sole cause, but, you know, at a very young age, and we, we know statistically your marriages tend to last a long longer if you marry a little bit later. And that's partly because you're still studying geology for fun or whatever in college and you don't know which where it's going and you know so so they it tends to be 26 and up those marriages tend to last longer because i think people are a little more settled in what they need and want and that type of thing but you know it may be the love of your life and you hang on and do all the work to make sure she's good and you work on your stuff um that, that, who knows, who knows what the story is, but to be a little bit careful and make sure you're not stifling your life in order to hang back. Um, if that's not really honestly what you're, you're wanting to do, because this could take a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone can change and everyone can heal and, but they do need space to do it. Um, because think about the romantic demands, right? Right. Being there for somebody when you're not able to be. And yeah. that's, that's not fair to demand of her and vice versa. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So before we finish this out, here's a question for you. You mentioned that statistically, you know, a little bit older is that when people get married and marriages tend to stick more from a yeah. statistical standpoint of view. Is there a sweet spot in that, any of those, any of that data where they're like, that age is 28. What's or, the best age? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. I actually don't know. I do know, um, like. 18, 19, 20 is, is kind of, can be a, the a teen, they're still teens considered teen pregnancies and teen marriages, right? Yeah. Uh, and those, you, you have a lot more trouble with those ones long-term. Mm -hmm. um, 
And some of it is, you know, I, I think it was Enzi's Ansari had a joke about this because his parents had an arranged marriage. Um, and he's done this thing where he's gone around and researched relationships and worked with relationship experts and he's written a book. Um, and just how dating is in the modern era, right? And mm -hmm. he talked about, um, his joke was like, high school sweethearts is a thing that just melts his mind mm -hmm. because he's like, I don't get it. Imagine if I liked something when I was 16 and I never stopped liking it. Like that would mean I'd have my Bob Marley poster still on my bedroom wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, <laughs> are, there, like that. there are obviously yeah. exceptions, right? Like there are people. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Right. But the problem is exception is not the rule. Right. And, and, and the stats and the thousands and millions of numbers we actually have to work with show us where, and I think the sweet spots probably somewhere between 25 and 30. Yeah. Um, and that's typically you're out of school. And here's what's challenging, right? The sort of modern 26 year old has a ton of debt that was not happening in previous generations sure. from college. It's different. So you have even more delay or other things going on. And, and then there's, you know, I don't know what the age is where you get a, too weird to want to settle down. Right? Like I got my cats, I'm fine, leave me alone. Or a lot of choice. Like people are just like, I choose to be single and I'm happy with that. And so lots of diversity in that group, but those who choose to get married, um, there's sort of that middle twenties age up to mid thirties is typically where they do. And Hey, there's lots of reasons to get divorced. It's not just cause your age. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But that there's a there is something to just be said for someone developmentally, psychologically, what occurs. So when I meet people in their forties having a heck of a middle midlife crisis, often they were married young, um, and or sort of got on a particular path very young and stayed on it, and that's really question time when they're forty, mid thirties, going. I, I didn't do anything else. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't lived. And so that, that becomes really appealing um, to, you know, do some of the behaviors that people tend to do sure. during midlife. So, yeah. yeah, it's not to say to scare them off. I mean, they, they share a faith and they are obviously good friends and he sounds like a good guy and he's trying his best. And so some of it is really just patience and time, but with an emphasis on that she gets help and, deals with what she needs to and that you're you let the relationship organically be what it needs to be yeah. not want because hey you are in love with and dating someone who's a little bit broken right now so when she's healed up and doing great is that still a relationship you guys will be wanting at that point or will you have moved on you know yeah. i guess i'm just saying give yourself some space to to grow and life to change a little bit yeah I like that. Yeah. I like that advice. Well, let us know how how it goes, and and we're glad that we clarified that you were not fighting in the public. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said that so wrong. Well, when you said it, I thought, oh, I think I had it wrong then. And then as we got further into it, I'm like, wait a minute, what did they say? And then and now it's yeah. all it's all makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, good advice is good advice, and I hope it uh, works out. So let us know, Z, how things go. In the meantime, Wendy, is there anything we should be pushing people's eye bill, eyeballs toward? Yes. Eyebills. So we're going to do another round of steps. Okay. Um, and so we need more people to sign up. It's going to be great. And I'll tell you, the first round has been a lot of fun, but also like, you know, the first time ever you do anything, you're just kind of 
you know, bumbling a little bit and trying yeah, different things. Figuring it out as you go. Sure. Yeah. Kind of overwhelming everyone is what we've learned that we were doing. Um, <laughs> and so we, we figured out a bunch of stuff anyway. So we're going to do a second round. Um, people who did the first round can join the second round uh, as well, but we need lots of new people too. So yep. it's going to be fun. So go to realsteps.org and just stick your email in and we'll send you updated information. That's going to be April. We're going to start April. Let me look real quick. Sorry. I think it's April 6th. 6th of April. So, 6th uh, of April and it's going to go through the 4th of May. Oh, may the 4th be with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that date. Uh, Scott's favorite yeah. holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, the, it's easy, too. If you go to realsteps.org, the very first thing you see is a nice bold paragraph with a please sign up in red. It's just easy. So, yeah. And then you there. can read about what it's all about as you scroll down. And uh, and then we'll just send you an email and you can decide for yourself. But anyway, it's going really well. We've had some awesome feedback and it's just been a blast. People are so cool and fun. Yep. And We've loved it. Elena was really awesome to to talk to when I did it, and uh, Wendy. I you know I always talk to Wendy, but it was that was good too. That was all right. <laughs> yeah, and at this point we're doing so we've we you know we're we're throwing out weird ideas. You know how you keep people engaged. It's the last week, and it's like everybody keep your goals. You can do this. You know we're mm -hmm. trying to encourage them. So we're doing we're giving away something every day, and so I'm giving away mini therapy sessions. <laughs> nice. So it's going to be fun. And then the very last day, if everyone has done it, she and I are going to do something crazy. I'll tell you about after I do it because I might die. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> we anyway. will see how it goes. Real it's a lot of fun. Dot org, everybody. Go check it out. Wendy, have a fantastic week. Thank you. Bye. See Wendy. you next time. Bye now. All right. There she goes. There she goes. There, there she goes, goes again. again. Uh, something else. I don't know the words. <laughs> All right. Through my brain. There it is. I knew you'd know it. Yeah. Hey, uh, okay, two things. <laughs> One thing I need to send you just a text of so that okay. you can laugh because it doesn't really play on the show. It's not, it's basically just a funny video of a lady whose job it is from some health department, some oh, state. Oh, I saw this on. Did on, you see on, this? Uh, you you shared, this, shared this on Twitter. Yeah, basically the lady who's uh, <laughs> saying, uh, yeah, the disease is most commonly trans uh, transmitted by eyes, nose, and mouth. So please avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth at all times. Yeah. And then she licks her finger to turn the page <laughs> on her. <laughs> I laughed so hard. And you know what? I I'm not laughing at her. I am with her because this it's yeah. hard, man. These habits are hard. They're just. I was totally expecting the two people in the back simultaneously to like start. <laughs> scratching their eyes and realize what they're doing yeah that guy in the back picking his nose that'd have been good but anyway so there's that and then the other thing i was going to do is we got from Douglas or Douglas. Douglas sent an email and says i heard you guys are watching or sorry i heard, it says this to you this is for you he says i yeah. hear brian likes watching people's shoes fly off so i'm showing you this video all right uh, so i am pulling it up in a new tab here and you're putting it in uh i'm going to put it over here for the peeps okay the peeps to see here, hold on here, peeps. Oh, I've seen this one. This is great. Oh, this is, seen uh, oh geez. I, That's yeah. awesome. Like <laughs> That's amazing. Hold on, let's back it up. So it's a guy going down a very icy driveway that is like, oh, he looks like he's hurt too. Yeah. Man. He's, oh, oh just the way he's hobbling back. I mean, that is like. Oh, and, yeah, then, and then his back. wife is in the house. Don't do that. Like, oh, okay, thanks. Hun. Appreciate that. But that's like that's real black ice, man. That is like the yeah. worst stuff. That is like your your house uh, your uh, driveway got hosed down <laughs> while it was <laughs> freezing. Ooh, we landed that on is, that uh, thing that hurts me right now. My my right side oh, kind of sciatic yeah. 
bum muscles. That's the worst. when I hurt my coccyx. It was a lot like that. Ugh. Well, may your coccyx be healed, Brian. My coccyx. Well done. Thank you for that mm. uh, and for sending that doggus. That the shoes flying off is the best part. It's amazing. All right, quick programming note. Tomorrow there will be a PM, but it'll be Kim and I doing something. Uh, we got Brian off to Chicago doing his thing. Lots of stories on Monday, I'm sure. Oh, wait, are you back Monday? I hope so. When are you back? I'm back Monday. Yeah. You're back Monday. Get back Sunday, I guess, right? I would get back Sunday afternoon, so unless That's unless a- I catch some horrible disease at the airport in Chicago. You I'll never know. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah. What if the what if what would you do? Okay, okay. Here's a scenario. All right. Okay. You're on the plane. Mm-hmm. You've just had a beverage or whatever. Okay. Uh, the stewardess, or sorry, flight attendant, walks over to you and says, "Sir, how's everything going?" You'll say, "Oh, fine, thank you." And then, what if she suddenly just took her hands and just started rubbing them all over your face, just rubbing them all over your face like this? Just, what would you do? All right. So, how old is she? she and is <laughs> she? Is she like a California five or a Denver eight? Uh, she's a turd floats. <laughs> I'm going to say she's a Cala. Let's go I, for it. I love you, you like, you know, these scenarios come, you know, they start out seeming so innocuous and like, okay, yeah, what am I going to do? And then it's the most outlandish thing that could possibly, could I possibly know, I love happen. thinking of those things for some reason, because I don't know what I would do. I would just be like, yeah. And what would you say? Like, what do you say? To a person who does that in that position, I, I mean, in that situation, all you can say, uh, "Excuse me, yeah. uh, what's going help on? You with Is everything all right? Are you okay?" Yeah, I mean, the first, there's got to be a reason she's doing that, and is she did did we encounter some unexpected turbulence and she kind of fell onto me? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and then what if she, she was like super? She's going to come up to me. She's going to say, "How's that drink?" And I say, "That's eh, all right." She says, "That's not a very strong reaction." I'm going to say, "That's not a very strong drink." <laughs> <laughs> nice and then and then we'll see that scene uh four more times throughout the season and uh or throughout the series and uh right after that the, the plane will split in half and i'll nice. land on an island nice by the way i'm with icor denver eight is a great name for a heist movie <laughs> the denver eight the denver yeah. eight that's pretty good all right uh that's it for now uh but there'll be okay so that thing will happen tomorrow with kim and then monday we'll be back it'll be normal there's a mm-hmm. film sack this weekend, but not a normal one. It's like a watch along that we recorded, so we knew Brian was going to yeah. be out of town, so we did that. And we're, uh, we're head of the game, people. Head of the game. You know what that means? That means I can play No Man's Sky really late on Friday night, and then you sleep can. a little totally. bit the morning the next day because I don't have to get up and do film sexy. Mm-hmm. Film sexy. Film sexy. Film sexy. Anyway, so that's the plan. Uh, we hope you guys uh, enjoyed today's show. I know I did. Head on over to uh, patreon.com slash TMS if you want that PM edition tomorrow because that's the only way you're going to get it. Uh, that's patreon.com slash TMS. Big thanks to everybody who signed up recently for that. We really appreciate it. Um, it's uh, helping us reach, reach more of our goals, and we have more on the way. So keep it coming. Frogpants.com slash TMS is the other thing. And then, again, a reminder about the Vegas stuff, TMS or sorry, vivatmsvegas.com for all those details and there's a link to that from our site as well and if there's not i'll make sure it's on there today right okay brian oh and i never i mentioned these not as frequently as i used to but uh, follow us on twitter brian's at coverville i'm at scott johnson and the show is at morning stream all right should we we play hilarious 24 hours a day every second of the day something funny is falling out (laughs) me ass so check it out 
Exactly. All right, do All a right, song. So uh, Tom Walter wrote in and said, uh, it is my missus's 51st birthday today. She loves her some Justin Bieber. She just does. Happy birthday, Rini. Love you, Tom. And his request or his dedication, uh, and by the way, tomorrow is her actual birthday, but since I'm not going to be here, I did this request today. Yeah. Uh, so happy birthday tomorrow, Mrs. <laughs> Rini. Um, I don't have any covers by Justin Bieber, which is kind of what he was requesting. I have covers of Justin Bieber up the wazoo, and that's what I'm going to give you uh, today because this is a great one. This is, this is excellent. This is actually a song I really like despite the fact that I know, I know deep down that its origins come from that that weird mustachioed doofus looking kid who pees in mop buckets sure we know we know the truth of that we know exactly. the origin yeah uh anyway the song is called boyfriend if i think it's a uh i think the original is called girlfriend mm. or is it or is it boyfriend and she just didn't change oh. the oh i don't know the gender of the song i, I always wonder about that because sometimes people do change the gender and sometimes yeah um, hold on a second. I want to make sure. Uh, no, it is uh, the original is called Boyfriend, so it's a it's a cover. It's a straight cover, but she does change. She changes the me to the to the use and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, anyway, it's Martina and the Diamonds, or I'm sorry, Marina and the Diamonds. This was recorded for BBC Radio One, and uh, it's fantastic. Love this thing. Here is Boyfriend by Marina and the Diamonds. your girl you always let me go I took you places you ain't been before said take a chance or you'll never know cause you had money in your hands that you had to blow boyfriend boyfriend you could be my boyfriend could have been
Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.